today on Soundtrack Alley, I'll be discussing briefly the series The Bureau of Magical Things. You'll hear a few tidbits of background info, and I'll discuss some of the cues from the score, which is composed by Brett Applin. So sit back and relax as the show starts now. I'm Randy Andrews, and today I'm taking a breather from adulting things. I'm going to go into the teenage world of the Bureau of Magical Things. Here's the basic plot. Once upon a time, the human world and the world of magic called the Fey world existed in harmony, but as technology advanced, the Fey world was pushed back. Fairies and other magical creatures became endangered species. Now some want to change that and restore magic to its rightful place, no matter the cost. Kyra and Peter must solve the mystery of who that enigmatic figure is and how they will achieve their goal. The investigation leads them to uncover secrets in both the human and fey worlds that no one could have imagined. Let's learn a few small things of the series. The Bureau of Magical Things is an Australian comedy television series created by Jonathan Schiff and developed by Jonathan Schiff and Mark Schirefs that premiered in Australia on 11 on July 8, 2018, and in the United States on Nickelodeon on October 8, 2018. On November 27, 2019, it was announced that a second season of the series would be produced, with production to take place between December 19th and July 2020 in Gold Coast, Queensland, Australia. The series cast included Kimi Tsukakoshi, all returned to the production. However, production on the series was shut down in March 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So here's some unique little facts on it. Uh, the siblings, Imogen and Dara, in the show are also siblings in real life, Elizabeth and Julian Cullen. In episode 11, A Fairy Tale, when Lily is watching the bookstore for Professor Maxwell, she has one customer, and the actress playing that customer is Cleo Massey, who plays Kim Satori from another of Jonathan Schiff's shows, H2O Just Add Water. She plays one of the main characters, Cleo Satori's little sister. The second series was one of the first Australian productions to resume filming during the COVID-19 pandemic. After a three-month hiatus, filming of Season 2 resumed on June 29th and concluded on September 16th. 
What I learned when watching the series is that it definitely is aimed at teens. I love the banter, though, and the cheery dispositions of a lot of the characters. Some of the effects are even Doctor Who in a certain level of cheese factor. Uh, But that's not to say that the series isn't good. It's fine on its own right. I think it's just not for me in my age. Uh, The score is really unique, though, and it's light, and at times it does get very dark. Brett Applin is an award-winning composer of music for film and television with extensive and varied credits across drama, documentary, feature film, and even children's TV. He has worked with some of Australia's best screen practitioners, writing across a variety of genres, and is known for his collaborative approach and efficiency and versatility. Brett's music has been broadcast locally on ABC One, SBS, Network 10, Channel 7, Stan, and internationally on Netflix, Stars, Acorn TV, BBC, Nickelodeon, National Geographic, Animal Planet, The History Channel, ZDF, and Discovery, among others. Some of his highlighted works are, of course, The Bureau of Magical Things, Miss Fisher's Modern Mysteries, the documentary Body Hack, and the documentary Can We Save This Reef. The score, of course, as I mentioned, is very light, and it's magical. The The tone is unique and gives us some great charming cues to the series. So to begin with today, I'm going to highlight some of the music for the series. I'll present a few cues to start from the first couple of episodes. First, we'll hear the Bureau of Magical Things, the book, and meeting Lily, as well as Lily's Mind Wipe Fail. I hope you enjoy these light set of cues.
what I found most endearing about these cues is the fantastical elements of the music and how Brett really highlights some of the underlying danger to our trio of girls. We also get that uh, wonderful main theme littered throughout the main part of the score. There's a few cues that actually have some darker tones and reminds you of the world of Harry Potter. I like how Brett really brings out his flair of bouncing around with some of these cues, kind of Mickey Mousing, but also bringing in these like chimes and uh, low brass. And so what I'd like to highlight for next is uh, the cues, the magical book battles. Uh, Maxwell reaches out to Kyra, DMI HQ, and finally the DMI get involved. So I hope you enjoy these.
Well, we've come down to another end of Soundtrack Alley. I'd like to thank Alexander Shebel for composing Soundtrack Alley's theme music. You can find his work at xanderscores.com. To close out the show, I've got a few other cues from the Season 1 score for the series. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard thus far. And if you like Brett's work, follow him on Twitter and through Instagram. He's on Spotify as well. You can, of course, find me through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at Soundtrack Alley. You can look at my archived show on SoundtrackAlley.com. And if you like that, check out my shows over on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network with my show, Soundtrack Alley, as well as my other program, Anime Spectacular. To close the show, I'll play The Armor Attacks, 
orb magic revealed the last moments of the match, the orb of Lumeria, and finally the birth of the Bureau. So until next time, take care and happy listening.
Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley. If you are an Apple podcast, please give the show a five-star rating. Check out the content over at SoundtrackAlley.com, as well as Cinematic Sound Radio, where most of my new material is posted. If you have a comment, question, or concern, please email me at SoundtrackAlley at gmail.com.